Japan makes me scared. A podcast to the chilling realm of Japanese horror stories. My name is Junpei, and I will invite you to the mysterious world of Kaiden, exploring spine-tingling experiences that have haunted Japan. Welcome back to another episode of Japan Makes Me Scared. I'm Junpei, your host, and I'm going to share various horror, scary stories of Kaidan in this podcast. Today, I will start by sharing a little bit about this podcast and myself with some self questions. My first self question is. How did I end up starting this podcast? Well, in the last episode, I said my wife started her podcast, Japan Femme Peur, which is basically a French version of Japan Makes Me Scared. And I know my French is horrible, so apologies for that in any case. Since she started it way before mine, I've been kind of a sidekick and supporting her from backstage for some time. And one day, I just thought, why not do it in English as well? It was partially because I was a bit jealous, to be honest. You know, I saw her getting her fanbase and enjoying interaction with them. It looks really fun. But another reason was that I simply wanted to share Kaidan as one of the new modern cultures of Japan. Which leads to the second question. What are things about me that I want you to know? To start with my name again, I'm Junpei. I was born and raised in Japan, and since my childhood, I've been listening to or reading scary stories for a long time. When it comes to Kaidan, I said that I listened to Kaidan as bedtime stories in one of the previous episodes. That's how I got into the Kaiden world as a kid. And when I look around, there are a lot of channels that deal with Kaiden stories in Japanese, but not many in English. So I thought maybe I could create my own channel instead of depending on someone else doing it. Anyway, to summarize it, there's a Japanese guy who's got a passion for Kaiden. Started his show out of jealousy of his successful wife, but in fact, he wished to share this culture with the world from the bottom of his heart, something like that. Sorry, it finally became a long introduction with a big ego, but I hope you can enjoy this podcast more with this background sharing. All right. Let's move on to the storytelling part. Here's today's story. Episode seven: Old Memory.
This story is originally from Hikaru Ijuin, who is a famous comedian and radio personality in Japan. This is a story that he heard from a friend of his, Takahumi. He was just called Taka. Taka used to work for a moving company, and on the day of a story, there was a moving project at a site in Tochigi. Tochigi is an area which is just an hour's drive from Tokyo, more or less. So there was a team composed of a leader, a colleague, and Taka, and they were heading to the site together in a truck. From here, the story will be told with Taka as I for convenience. As I was approaching the side, and kind of looking out the window, I started to have a strange feeling. The feeling like, um, I've been here before. When we arrived at the site, it was a large old Japanese-style house. It had a fine gate, and when you went through it, there was a Japanese garden next to a tiled roofed house. It was a job where everything was already being demolished, so a client wanted the stuff inside to be taken out. When I stood in front of the house, the door of memory finally began to open. I definitely recognized this place. I think I was a little boy, and I walked past this house a few times. Then I looked up and saw the window of second floor, and more visions pop into my head. Ah. I lived over there this way, and there was a candy shop down the road the other way. And I was going to the candy shop on that day. Then suddenly, a red paper balloon made from origami fell at my feet from above, and I pick it up and look up where it might have come from. There was a girl. Look a bit older than me, and she was looking at me with only her upper body leaning out of the window. Coming back from the memory to the present, I look at the nameplate at the entrance of the house. It said Kikuchi. Yeah, I am a Kikuchi. That was her name. When I remembered her name, more and more memories came back again. On that day, the girl asked me from the window, "Hey, what's your name?" "I'm Takahumi. What's yours?" "I am Ayame Kikuchi. Won't you be my friend?" When I think about it now, her invitation seems rather sudden, like coming from nowhere. But conversations as children are usually like this, and often don't engage each other. 
so perhaps it didn't feel bizarre at the time. Anyway, I replied to her like, Okay, then let's go to the candy shop together. But she said, I can't leave this room, so come up here. I didn't have any reason to refuse to go to upstairs, but at the time, I really want to go to the candy shop. Okay, but I'm a bit busy now. I'll come back tomorrow. Promise? Yeah, promise. The memory just stopped there, and the rest of the story did not appear at all. Ah, so what happened after that? I can't remember anything after that at all. Then the leader said, Hey, Taka, let's go. I've got work to do. And we went inside that house. I went to the front door, but I didn't remember anything there. So it means I didn't keep my promise to go upstairs for Ayame the day after. We started organizing the first floor, and there was our client came out and started giving instructions. He seemed like an ordinary old man, with nothing unusual about him. I couldn't stop my curiosity, so I decided to ask him about the girl. Sorry, sir, that might be awkward to ask all of a sudden, but how is Ayame doing now? Then something unexpected happened. The old guy suddenly snubbed. What is it? I've lived here alone forever. I don't know any Ayame. There's no such girl. I was saying, but I kind of remember that there was a girl on the second floor. But he didn't let me finish and talk to my leader instead. What is it with your company? He's evading on your client's privacy. Is this the kind of training you're giving him? Get this young man out of here. If you don't, I will change moving company. In the end, the leader told me to get off the site, and I went back home alone. However, once I remembered Ayame, I couldn't help but be concerned about her. And what was more, was the attitude of that old man. Why did he lose it that hard? After I came back home, I called my mum. You know, what I remember was memory from the past, so she could be the one who knew anything about it. Hey mum. I went to work today in a town called blah 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 in Tochigi and I had a feeling that I lived there. Do you happen to know it can be a real memory? Then she was really surprised and said, How could you remember that? That was when you are only about three years old. 
So according to my mom, she was having a divorce from my dad at the time, but they had a custody dispute. And I was kind of kidnapped and taken to a Dutch family home in Tuchigi. Eventually, I was taken back to my mom, but I stayed in that town for a couple of weeks before that. So everything I remembered earlier turned out to be true. But the question remained. What's going on with the girl? What's happened upstairs? I messaged a colleague and asked how upstairs was in that house. After about 10 minutes, a message was returned. It was only with a single sentence. Hey man, upstairs was just weird. And there were three photos attached to the message. The first one was an old wheelchair, which seemed to be for a child. And the second one, red origami paper balloons, scattered all over the floor. And the third one had a lot of letters on the wall, which looked as if they had been scratched with something. I could read all of them saying, I won't forgive Takafumi. Oh, Shimai, thank you very much for listening to the story. How did you find it? What do you think has happened to Ayame? She seems likely to have used the wheelchair, so possibly she couldn't walk at all. And she probably used to stay in that room most of the time. So, when you think about the promise that Taka made, it wasn't very important to him, but it was a lot for Ayame, like everything that mattered. And also, we can maybe derive some theories from the behavior of that old guy. He's probably the father of Ayame, and she died at some point in the past, and the guy didn't want to hear her name or even her existence. It could mean that the death was not in a good way, and that's why he lost it so much when Taka asked about her. Anyway, do you have any theories on this story as well? I created a Discord channel, which is open for anybody to join and to share theories and thoughts. I leave the link in the description, so please join and enjoy the interaction if you would. This podcast, Japan Makes Me Scared, is available on almost all popular podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or Amazon Music. And also, if you push the follow button on the app of your choice. First of all, for me, it'll be a huge support and motivation. And for you, 
you will not miss notifications for the release of future episodes. So please consider following my podcast as well. All right, we're getting close to the end. So let me say one thing. Arigatou gozaimasu again for listening to my podcast Japan Makes Me Scared and sayonara for more chivan frills next time. Bye!